Welcome to the Lex City Church Podcast. To learn more about the ministries of Lex City, please visit LexCity.Church. I love it, the Omaha. As somebody who's from Omaha, the only way anybody knows we exist is thanks to Peyton Manning and all the audibles that he called. Football Sunday. Brings me back to high school football days. How many fellow high school football guys way back in the day? Love it. We got a few. Last hour, a couple guys had their high school jerseys still on. It's impressive. They could still fit into them, so that was an amazing thing. As I think about high school football in, in audibles, it's my senior year, first game of the season. Now, my junior year, we'd gone undefeated coming out of a great season. Senior year, they moved us up a class, so now we're up with the big boys. We're on the road. Uh, kind of division power that's there in a first game, first play. Coach calls a 32 dive, pretty typical. We're going to run it right up the middle. Quarterback gets there under center, gets ready to go, and the defense assumes we're going to run because that would be a good way to start the season off. All of a sudden, you can see their linebackers. They just start, you know how they are. They're creeping, they're on their toes, they start moving up, and all of a sudden, these linebackers are sitting right in the hole where the running play is going to go. Now, we weren't that complicated because we weren't that smart in high school to have all these fancy audible audibles that went by words. It was simply this. The quarterback tapped his helmet. Whatever receiver's on the outside, he's the live uh, the live route for that, that one. Defensive line creeps up. Quarterback leans down. I play tight end, so I'm at the very end. Gives me a little tap. I'm the live route. First play, senior year. Chance to set the tone, get things going, get things rolling. I'm excited and petrified all at the same time. Quarterback hikes the ball. The play works as perfectly designed. Gives a fake to the running back. Running back goes in a hole. Both the linebackers crush him to this moment, which means my only goal and my only responsibility is to run and fill the gap where the linebackers have gone. Well, there's nobody there, so I just start floating this thing now. I'm 20 yards deep down the field. There's nobody on me. The lady selling hot dogs at concession stands, probably the closest to me. It has worked like perfection. Tim, our quarterback, makes the fake, comes back, sends the ball. It's a beautiful spiral. It's coming, it's coming. Hands right here is nobody close. Hits my hands. I'd love to end the story right there. (laughs) But you're about to feel my pain. You know it's coming. It hits my hands, rolls down my fingers, down to my stomach, drops onto the ground, and I face first dive into the, the turf. Decades, I mean, this is decades ago. I can still smell the grass in that moment, face down, wanting to die, wish I could disappear. We had called the perfect audible. Football, it's the ultimate team sport. Everybody did their job, right? Coach coached us up. Listen, we're going. First play. Great. Offensive line blocked. Running back went into the hole. He got creamed for my sake. The quarterback throws the perfect pass. Except for me, I dropped the ball. We didn't win the game. I did not go undefeated my senior year. That kind of set the tone. Never went pro, obviously, after that moment uh, for many reasons. But I just thought about, oh, you ever had those moments? But it was the power of the audible. And we're going to talk about that today. Because the beauty of the audible is simply this. When life sends you, when the defense sends you something that you're not expecting, if you have enough time and if you have margin, you have the ability to adjust, call, what we would say, an audible. Today, the the thing that's going to determine if the quarterbacks have enough time or margin is going to be the play clock, all right? NFL, 
uh, number of seconds that are on the play clock. After one play is finished, how much time is on a play clock? 20 seconds, 40 seconds, 60 seconds? What do you think? It is? 40 seconds, yes. You, you got it. Yes, you're right. 40 seconds, so you'll see it today. If you don't care anything about football, after today, you're just going to watch the, the game clock, all right? 40 seconds, unless, of course, you know what happens. Uh, if there is, a, let's just say there's a change of possession, there's a timeout, an extra point is kicked, a punt, how much time is on the play clock then? 15 seconds, 25, or 35? Survey says 25 seconds, all right? So it's a little shorter, that's there. So here's what we're going to see today uh, during the, the, the championship game today. The more time that's on the clock, all right, the more time you have margin, the more time you have the ability to assess and make adjustments, because nothing is worse, right, and especially in context football, be at the line of scrimmage, have less than five seconds on the play clock, you know the running play is going to go to the right, and the defense shifts right there to the hole, and you have no time to make any adjustments, and you just got to call whatever you have and hope for the best of what happens. Without margin, that's the problem, and you're going to see that today. Today, you have one of the best defenses in the NFL, Philadelphia Eagles, going to be amazing. And it's going to be determined if the Chiefs have the ability to change things up, call audibles, because if they don't adjust, the Eagles are going to kill them today. So it's going to come down to simply this, margin, time, decisions that are made. So you can watch for that today. And whoever makes the best decisions, the best audibles, is going to win the game today. Pretty straightforward as we go. Now, when we think about this idea of audibles, I want to talk about that, because it's not just a football principle. It really is a principle for all of us in life. I mean, this year, right, you're going to have unexpected things. It's already happened. Some of you had these plans, what 2023 was going to start out with, and we're two months into this thing. Things have adjusted already. So the question is really there, when those, unadjusted, when those unexpected things happen, here's what I'm going to tell you. If you don't have margin, if you don't have time to, to make adjustments, you're going to get crushed by the unexpected things. If we don't have, let's just say, emotional margin, and you know what that is, and you've felt it in your life when you don't have that kind of margin. You know how it is. You've had a tough day at work. You're coming home. You're already internally frazzled, right? You're frustrated, a little bit angry. I know when I'm emotionally empty, I, it's just things go, it's just like, it's always, I'm always chasing. I'm always behind. You have that kind of, you pull up in the driveway, you feel it internally, it's already here. You head to the door, you open the door, and, and you walk in, and all you want to do is get into the house, right? Sit down. Take a breather, catch your breath a little bit, and it's as if your family, your roommate, your spouse, your kids, they have been waiting all day. They are hiding behind the couch for the moment you walk in, right? And you walk in, and they download the joys and the drama of life, and you erupt, right? You're like, I don't even know where that came from, right? There was words and anger, and there's just the shortness. Why? Because there's no emotional margin, right? You were frazzled. You were beat down internally. Things were struggling even before that moment. And the moment you face some of those things of life, rather than respond, you just react, and it's a challenging thing. The play clock is zero, and you're just emotionally spent, right? Or, or maybe that idea of no margin looks, maybe it's like the Clausen household this month, right? Uh, your car all of a sudden decides to have an issue that's probably going to destroy what you really thought was going to be the budget for the month, right? And you've been trying to put duct tape over the red light and telling your wife, just turn the radio up louder. Uh, and that worked for a while. But eventually, right, you've got to pay the piper. No margin. 
If you don't have it, then stress kind of comes in. Your kids need braces, right? All of a sudden, you're going to have to start actually repaying your student loans. Whoa, what's happening here, right? Uh, things are tight, and in things are tight, anything out of the ordinary causes stress. Why? No margin. No time to call an audible. You've just got to deal with what you have. As you watch today, again, the Super Bowl, I think that's really going to be the fun thing to kind of watch it. And pay attention to this. How much time, again, if you don't like football, just enjoy the game clock today. How much time is on the game clock when the quarterbacks get up to the line of scrimmage? It's going to be usually between 8 and 14 seconds that are going to be left. And in those 8 to 14 seconds, the decisions that either one of these quarterbacks are going to make is going to determine who's going to win the game. They're going to look out. They're going to assess. Defense looks like they're set up for a run. Let's go to a pass. They look like they're setting up for a pass. Let's go for a run. They're going to have to make these decisions. They're going to give the little tap for the audible. And again, whoever can do that the best is going to have the best chance to win today. So it is with you and I. If we have margin, our chances of a preferred outcome greatly increase. So how do you add margin to your life? Right? In, in a busy, in a stressed time, how do we do that? Because we know this, that the unexpected is going to happen this year. Again, for some of you, it has already happened. You thought 2023 was going this way, and you got this thing, and now you're rolling this way. It's going to happen. So how are you going to find time to be still, to hear the presence of God in your life, to hear the Holy Spirit give you wisdom and discernment? How are you going to find this kind of time and this kind of moments in the busyness of life? How can I get to, in 2023, where I am responding rather than reacting to the things that come my way. And I know this is a challenge because I think the greatest leader, one of the greatest leaders who ever lived was Moses. I think about the life of Moses. But even Moses, this incredible man of God, struggled to have emotional margin. And that lack of emotional margin cost him as a leader. I mean, if you're familiar with the story of Moses, there was this one day when his emotional tank was empty. And rather than being filled with grace and patience and love for the people, right, his emotional tank is deleted. Instead, he has anger and frustration (laughs) that comes out. And in a moment, if you know the story of Moses, all of this spews out. Can't contain it anymore. And that outburst cost Moses dearly. Caused him some legacy issues. It caused him ultimately, to not be able to enter into the promised land. We see that in Deuteronomy. Let me just read the story to you. Deuteronomy chapter 32, God says, Moses, this is the result of this anger that came out. Because you broke faith with me in the midst of the people of Israel, the waters of Meribah Kadesh in the wilderness of Zin, and because you did not treat me as holy in the midst of the people of Israel, for you shall see the land before you, but you shall not go there. An emotional depletion And the challenges of leadership and influence, and the problem was Moses, not only that his anger came towards God, but it says two times that he did it before the people, right? So if you serve in any of these capacities of influence before people, the judgment's greater on us. The importance of what I'm talking about today to have some degree of emotional margin in your life becomes so critical because the weight of leadership is heavy. The decisions with your kids and relationships, these are heavy. And what you carry at work, your testimony is so important. But Moses didn't get to that moment overnight. 
See, the challenge with emotional margin and how it shrinks, the problem is it's progressive and it comes in little notches over time. Moses didn't go from zero to 100. It, it was depleting over time. Let me take you back just a, um, a little bit earlier in Exodus chapter 18. And the next day, Moses sat to judge the people. And the people stood around Moses from morning till evening. When Moses' father-in-law saw that all he was doing for the people, he said, what is this that you are doing for the people? Why do you sit alone and all the people stand around you from morning till evening? And Moses said to his father-in-law, because the people come to me to inquire of God, and when they have a dispute, they come to me, and I decide between one person and another, and I make them knowing the statutes of God and his laws. And Moses' father-in-law says, what are you doing? What you're doing, it's not good. You and the people with you will certainly wear yourselves out, for the thing is too heavy for you to carry. You are not able to do it alone. Right? I mean, this is Moses' father-in-law. What a wise word. But you know how it is. Fatigue, right? Taking on everybody else's issues, trying to solve everybody else's problems, the weight of leadership, Bible makes reference that he worked from morning until evening. It's just not sustainable. And what Moses' father-in-law is saying to him, saying, son, let me tell you, man. Man, there are some chinks in your armor. You may be the greatest leader that has ever lived to this moment in human history, but I'm telling you there's cracks and what you're doing is not sustainable. There's not enough margin in your life that when the things come, if you don't deal with this, it's gonna have impact. And what do we see a little bit later it has impact. And the anger of Moses spews out in a moment of humanity, but cost him dearly. So how, do we, how does God say to us we can have this kind of margin, right? How do we want to create this kind of space in our lives? Well, I love it. Um, we see here again just two chapters after Moses burns out, God gives us in Exodus chapter 20, most of us are familiar with, he gives us the Ten Commandments. Principles to live our lives for. Let me tell you the one that he gives us to help us with margin. Exodus chapter 20, verse 8. Remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all of your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, you and your son and your daughter and your male servant and your female servant and your livestock and your sojourner who is within the gates. For in six days God made the heaven and earth, the sea and all that was within them, and he rested on the seventh day. Therefore, the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. It's a gift, the Sabbath, right? It's this rhythm of our life of, of rest and reflection. And there's such power. Listen, I love the principle of the Sabbath. There's such power in it. God says this, your worth, now think about what he's saying to the nation of Israel who's just been out of 400 years of slavery. Your worth and your value do not come on your ability to make bricks. You don't have to produce to be loved by me. Be still and know that I'm God. For the first time in generations, rest and know that your value did not come from your ability to make bricks, but your value comes in who you are in me. That's such a powerful, powerful thing. Can you imagine for us, if we would just take that principle, the Sabbath, and really rest in that? If we could learn to just take four hours out of a week and not produce bricks, what a difference it would make in our mental health, 
our physical health, our, our, our spiritual health. I mean, for many of you, right, today, church, think about this. This is the one hour in your week you're not sitting on your phone surfing. Some of y'all can't make it an hour in the context of here, right? Can we just be real? I'm just saying it's a gift of what we have. It's a beauty. If we can just learn to be present even here, what a powerful thing. Because your soul needs rest. You want to know why you're running and you're chasing? Because your soul isn't at rest. Jesus models this for us. Right? Luke chapter 5, verse 15. But now even more, the report about him went abroad, and great crowds gathered to hear him and to be healed of their infirmities. Everybody wants something. Everybody's got a crisis, right? Everybody's rolling around Jesus. He could have stayed in that moment his entire ministry. Would not have been for a lack of deeds. Wouldn't let lack of drama. Everybody wants something, right? But here's what we see. Verse 16. But he would withdraw to a desolate place and pray. Rest for the soul. There's power in that. I think about some of the exciting things that are happening uh, in our community, even at Asbury in this last week and even now. You know, one of the powerful things that is there is that people have just taken time to be still in the presence of God and let the Heavenly Father speak to their hearts and their soul. I'm excited to see what the long-term impact of that is in the context of our community and literally around the world. But it came because there was a willingness to just be still before the Lord. There's power there. Our spiritual cups, right, get filled because God created us that way by moments of rest. What are the things that steal that, right? Stress, a rushed life, steal a peace. I don't know what you, I know my triggers. Like I can tell when I'm, I'm rushing, right? It's like I, I, everything's going quicker. I just can't, ugh, just stop, slow down, right? I become st uh, stressed and short with people over things that shouldn't be a big deal. You ever been those? Small things turn into big things. You're like, did we just, fight? that's like a three. We just made that a nine. Why? Because our hearts were just anxious. We're frazzled. We're just moving. There's no rest within us. Our emotional cups are so empty. And we feel Emotionally empty, right? We feel spiritually dry. Why? We're just rushing from one thing to the next thing. We're trying to produce bricks. God says, can I just remind you of the gift I gave you? Be still and know that I'm God. Don't produce and I love you just the same. Learn to rest and take joy in that. The enemy, we know this next year, back in the football world, he's just gonna blitz you. Down after down, day after day, that pace will not slow, and if you just get in the, in the rat race with that, it'll, you'll never get off the wheel. Margin creates that. Why do we need margin? We, we know in 2023, we need this emotional margin, but can I tell you, when I get a chance to talk to couples and singles, the stressor of today is not emotional margin solely. One of the biggest stressors that we're facing is a lack of margin even in the area of our finances, right? It's the biggest stressor that I hear over and over as folks come and talk. And our economy is not helping that process if you haven't figured this out, right? This is the challenge we all face. Here's the reality. 64% of Americans live paycheck to paycheck. That's stress, right? Some of you know that. You're looking at the clock, man. Can the 15th get here quick enough? That's heavy. That's hard. 
There's no margin. There's no clock there. You're just whatever I can do. I got to get four more days till we can get there. 64% of Americans face that struggle. Here's what's interesting. It doesn't matter how much money you make. The statistics are the same. 60% of millennials who make over $100,000 a year live paycheck to paycheck. Think about that. Making over 100000 a year and one flat tire, one washing machine, one kid gets sick, and we're back to crisis. Why? There's no margin. We're struggling to live it. The Bible reminds us of that power because one of the things that we know is true. Only 40%, give you more stats, only 40% of Americans live with an emergency fund. They range, say, $1,000. In other words, only 40% of Americans would have $1,000 set aside for an emergency fund that comes. If you attend our Financial Peace University, there's a key word, financial peace. We're just trying to take, put some peace in your life. Get that stress off. Create you a little bit of margin. One of the first things you're going to learn at Financial Peace University is this idea of figuring out how you can put together emergency fund. That way, when the struggles come, you have time to call an audible. Omaha, Omaha, flat tire. We got it. Omaha, kid, it's all good. We can, you know what I mean? It just takes the stress off your life and off your marriage in such a powerful way. Margin. I'm a simple person. Margin is simply this. The difference between what you make and what you spend. Whatever that difference is, that's margin, right? Challenge for 64% of us in America is there is no margin because everything's allotted for that we spend. So there's pressure there that's there. Proverbs says it this way. Proverbs 21 Verse 20 says this, the wise have wealth and luxury, but the fool spends whatever they get. Just saying, it's a foolish way to live. No margin, whatever you have. You want to have financial peace? Listen, it's really, really simple. And it's really, really hard. (laughs) Because it's not a money issue, right? It's a discipline issue. It's a motivation issue, it, it's a lifestyle issue that comes. So let me just give you a real simple today as we move on. Simple way, if you wanna have peace in margin, so you can sit up there at the line of scrimmage with 14 seconds left on the play clock and things come your way and you can, you can adjust out of it. It's simple, I heard it for many years. It's simply this, it's the 10-10-80 plan, right? Simple but difficult. Honor God with 10% of your money. Trust him, listen, you did it your way and you're struggling. Why not just try it God's way, see what he can do. Honor God with 10%. Put 10% into savings and live off 80%. If you could learn to live off 80% of your income and figure out how to adjust your lifestyle, you'd have peace and margin. 20-year-olds, this is amazing. If you would follow this plan, you will retire a millionaire. If you put 10% of your money away between now and when you retire, you'll retire a millionaire. And when you retire, you can enjoy that part of the life. You won't have to work until you're 70, 80. Why? Because compound income or interest makes a big difference over time, right? It's such a powerful gift that's there. When you honor God with that, when you place a way for your future and you can live with that, then here's the great part. You don't stress. When rent goes up, you got it figured out. When your, home, when your school loans have to start coming back and you got to start paying them, you're like, I got it. All right, when your car needs new tires, you, you simply yell, Omaha, Omaha, I can audible, because I have margin, and I can accomplish those things. Because when you have margin, again, what I just, I share this with you again and again, only because it would just put peace in your life. Number one stressor of relationships is financial. Number one stressors for many of us, a couple times a month is about this time, when the bills are still coming and things are there. 
Let me give you just four things today. Four ways, in the midst of it all, just four ways to call an audible today. Four things to encourage you with that are all simple, but they are all difficult to do. Number one is simply this. Define your calendar. Don't let your calendar define you. All right? We're in February. So, yeah, we're in February. You had resolutions. How are we doing? I can just tell you this. My piece of equipment at the gym has been really open here the last few weeks. I can get right to it. Now, when I say my piece of equipment at the gym, that's the massage chair at Planet Fitness, you know what I'm saying? But it's available uh, where it wasn't a few weeks ago, all right? But, you know, we had these great things, and now we're rolled back into the same pattern. We're two months in. Define your calendar. Don't let your calendar define you. Here's a quick little way. If you, you know you're busy. If you are so busy that you have to speed from appointment to appointment to get there in time, you're too busy. I, I joke about that, but think about this. Here's a challenge for you. Somebody shared that. Listen to some psychologist who's saying this. Here's a challenge. For 30 days, don't speed. Like, what? 30 days. It will, it will bring the temperature down. Why? You're going to have to leave a little bit earlier, right? You'll be a little more relaxed. You're going to get on Nicholasville Road, and you won't be yelling at everybody. You're like, we're just cruising around. Just consider that. If you, don't speed for 30 days. It'll make such a difference if you're there. Uh, schedule your time with your family. Here's the deal. Run your calendar. Don't let it run you. Schedule some time at home with your family. My fear is we have developed into our kids. They're, they're cruising six days a week. Seven. We're, we're telling them, hey, make bricks. Make bricks. That's what really matters. Figure out how to schedule some time with your family. To just be home. To just be together. That their value comes. And who we are as a family is not in our ability to run you to thing, to thing, to thing. Our ability is just to be home every once in a while and still do all the things, but balance that's there. Number two, keep on rolling. Uh, call an audible. Practice the Sabbath, right? Schedule silence in your life. When you take your walk, you're not listening to music or a podcast, put the phone away, leave it at home, take your walk. Figure out how to put some silence in your life. What that works like for you. When you're at the context of church, right, this is an hour we spend together. Be present. Emotionally, be present. This is your time with you and the Lord. We try to schedule and do some different. This is with you and the Lord. It'd be amazing if you walk to the door to just say, listen, all the troubles and everything that's stressing you out, it's all going to be waiting when you leave. All right? it's not gonna, nothing's going to get solved. So just leave it alone for an hour. Come a little early. Be present. Let the Lord speak to you in these moments, maybe through things that are said or sung, but maybe it's just you and the Lord in these moments. Just work hard to be present. Uh, third one, learn to say no. All right? Better to disappoint an acquaintance than disappoint the Lord and disappoint your family. Learn to say no. I share it all the time. It drives me. Listen, the church will never remember and my family will never forget. I say it over and over. Why? I gotta learn to say no to some things for the things that are ultimately more important. It's okay. Not everybody's gonna like you. Wasn't designed to be that way, right? You get it. Last one. Uh, own your money so it doesn't own you, right? Just take control, figure out what you wanna do with your life and work towards that way to do it. Easy way, something, if you're a podcaster like I am, listen, I just roll in Dave Ramsey so he can yell at me once a week and remind me I gotta get right with some things, right? So I just put it in my rotation so there's just somewhere that's feeding my heart to be reminded, hey, there's a better way to do this. Be disciplined. Go after these things. So whatever that means to you, but find a way. Own your money. Otherwise, it's going to own you, and you'll be chasing the rest of your lives. Today, as we close, I mean, the Super Bowl is going to come down to simply this. Get two amazing quarterbacks today. It's going to come down to really which of the two of them can, can manage the game 
who can control the clock the most, who can create audibles and make the right choices at the right moment and put the team into the best place. So again, at about eight seconds left, if you're not watching a lot of football on the play clock, it's going to be down the right-hand corner. You just watch about eight seconds. It'll get really serious. And they're going to make decisions. They're going to make choices. And whichever guy can do that the best is going to win. The same is going to be true for you and I in 2023. It's going to be your ability to navigate the unknown. This year, it's going to be your ability to put margin in the busyness and the demands that are going to be there. It's going to be your ability to find peace in the presence of God, in the midst of all the hurry. And if you'll do that, and if you'll do those things, the great part is you're going to have some margin. And you're going to roll up to the line of scrimmage with about 14 seconds left. And you're going to be able to look out and assess. And all of a sudden, you're going to see what the enemy is doing. And you're going to be able to replace what is a lie with some truth. If you have time left on that clock, you'll get up there, and rather than feeling like I'm out of control, I have no control, you'll be able to look back and say, actually, I do have control in these moments. So you'll call your audible, Omaha, Omaha. And in that moment, as you call that audible, because you know the enemy's bringing everybody, you're gonna look down the line of scrimmage, you're gonna see your wonderful trusty tight end. And the beauty is, it's not going to be Brian Clausen, who we've already established will probably drop the ball in the biggest play of the day. You're going to look down the line. You're going to make that call, and you're going to see Travis Kelsey for the Chiefs at the end of the line. And listen, here's the beauty. When you call the right audible at the right time, God gets the glory. Thank you for listening to the Lex City Church podcast. If you would like to support ministries of Lex City, visit lexcity.church give. Please subscribe and follow us on social media at Lex City Church for more encouraging teachings and content.